everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we talk about back episodes of the Heartland TV show, and it's super fun. And we are on season nine, episode four, five, and six. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? Yeah, good, good. Um, recovered from these episodes. <laughs> In fairness, Michelle warned me. <laughs> watching a little bit earlier than I I had. He's like, get ready. It's <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> because it's true. This these episodes really pulled at the heartstrings. It's it. This is a heart heartwarming, sad episodes of Heartland. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And I think we agree that like anything that ever has to do with Jack is always the most oh kind gosh. of emotional. Having yeah. <laughs> yeah. so much trauma, then yeah, we're going through it with them. Yeah, and I I think that Sean just does such a good job in portraying this character, and it feels so authentic to who he is mm-hmm. uh, as a human that you're invested in kind of whatever happens. And you yeah. know, it's like whenever the sort of tough guys when they get emotional, it's always. Uh, it's always emotional yeah yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so our first episode is called ties of the earth (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah the summary is everyone rallies around jack as he struggles with inevitable loss of a friend georgie gets some unwanted help with her schoolwork so georgie is struggling with math and I mm-hmm. did find it kind of funny that her teacher's name is Miss Haggis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I could relate to Georgie because I also struggled with math. And that was something that was really hard for me, especially as I got older, because like it, when you're when you're in the early parts of math there's kind of only one answer to every question, but then as you get into higher math, there's more variables that go into it. So there can be, you know, sort of multiple answers to the questions, which would make me more insecure. And then I get to an answer and I think I have the right answer, but then I second guess myself. And, and then I end up usually m- messing up what probably was right the first time. And, and uh, it also didn't help that in my school, at least that this, the math teachers were terrible they were like the lemons of the school (laughs) that didn't help I I had one teacher who he flat out told us that the only reason Mm -hmm. he used a teacher was so he could coach you had to you had to be working for the school in some capacity to to be a coach at at our school and and he said he said it the first day of class and remember he put um uh just he would put problems on the board and then ask like through you know three or four students to solve the problems so it was it was basically the smartest you know kind of kids in the class were the ones that were actually like, teaching the class not this this guy uh and uh he'd been there for forever he was a tenured teacher and uh you know those kind of teachers are almost impossible to fire so everyone mm-hmm. knew everyone knew don't have mr mcquillan he is terrible and yeah yet, there he was <laughs> so uh, yeah i i 
I definitely yeah, struggled with math. Uh, it was yeah, same. yeah. It, it was just hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. And I felt bad for Georgie because <clears throat> she also has like if she's not going to do well, she's not doing well in math, and then there's the added pressure of if you don't continue, if you don't like change, you know, and, and switch things up and and turn things around, then it's summer still. So there's right. that sort of added pressure of like. Yeah, and she won't be able to. Yeah, yeah, she won't be able to see her dad. She won't be able to do the extreme team, Mm -hmm. everything that she wants. And I, I'm, I'm very untraditional when it comes to my views on education, Mm -hmm. but I do feel kind of feel like, is it, is 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 Georgie's career path really going to involve, you know, high math? You know, uh, is this really no, a good use of her time? I don't think so. Yeah, I think this is more like a Lou thing of like, you know, this is probably something she was really good at and, and she yeah, still has true. high standards for her kids. Mm-hmm. She, she, true. she did get on Ames case a little bit here and there, but not in like, not as far as this. That's a good point. Well, and evidently there's only one math tutor in the whole school. <laughs> it's only one option as these episodes went i was like is this about math or is this just about introducing a new character yeah yeah i think that uh that they they're obviously starting like an enemies to you know lovers type kind of story this little relationship but Mm -hmm. then it'll make me mad if i if georgie has a relationship it might be jade actually that ends up with this guy uh but or if it's Georgie, that would make me mad because I like Steven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Steven too. And this guy was, yeah, kind of Adam. bugging me through these Yeah, but he's evidently the only math tutor. And <clears throat> even though Georgie dislikes him very much, she's forced to work with him. And now we get to the second part. So, so Jack finds his horse, Paint, who he is put out to pasture basically he's not riding mm-hmm. anymore uh finds a uh, collapsed and mm-hmm. uh and you have amy and ty that are going garage sale shopping that was cute i like yeah. that so uh they they go and they help uh them uh, amy and, and ty help jack get paint up and mm-hmm. ty wants to take him to the stalls jack says keep him in the field and uh and basically growing up jack had a horse that died in the farm and so he wants paint to be out in the in the free um land yeah uh, so yeah yeah it feels like if the horse goes down again and it's in a barn there's just no way of getting them up again um so it's just gonna make things more difficult um yeah, but yeah just it was just so inevitable from the like the first scene with Jack and Paint, you were like, oh God, here we go. We're in for it. Yeah. And so then Jack says to Ty, be straight with me. I don't want you treating me any differently because it's my horse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's, it is kind of weird that like, that now Ty is a doctor, Dr. Ty. Like that just seems yeah. kind of crazy to me. Yeah. He went from like student to like full-time expert vet very quickly (laughs) (laughs) yes and uh amy and ty buy a table as it is pretty exciting when you buy your first piece of furniture Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I, I think I'm, they're doing a good job of just like having Amy and Ty just excited in mm-hmm. these episodes. Yeah, like we haven't really got any kind of relationship drama. They're just like excited to to be together and, and starting this you know part of their life together. Yeah, yeah. Most furniture, I think, is a huge ripoff. I just yeah. can't. So I'm always on the hunt for good items on Craigslist or, uh, and especially if you can find at Ikea, if you can find something in the, um, uh, in the as is section, mm-hmm. that's the best because it's not only on sale, even for Ikea, but it's already assembled most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Or just win-win. Yeah, the most annoying part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always say that before you get married, you should um, you should go on a go on a road trip together and build a piece of furniture with no instructions. Because that will test the marriage right there, <laughs> the <sure>. relationship. <laughs> like, you think they could at least give like a few instructions? No, they have to like make it in pictographs. Yeah 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 so. I'm so lucky I have my dad to like if I, if I see anything I'm like it's fine I've got my dad I've got my brother they'll do it for me my dad's pretty pretty good with my dad and brother are pretty good with that stuff too but uh oh it's just such a royal pain but um mm. uh so then we have um we have Georgie talking with Steven. Math is his best subject. See, it's too bad that he has to be with his dad because he could help Georgie and be yeah. the better tutor. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is like the second time Heartland have done, well, they do this, I feel like, continuously of having like a good relationship and then sort of taking it away and, and introducing a new one before we've even yeah. gotten to explore it. That's true. That's um, a good point. Yeah, we continuously do that. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Scott and Lou. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but yeah, and so then Jade is with the new kid Adam at mm-hmm. Maggie's, and he says, he says, "What would I want to eat here? It's a mediocre temple of kitsch." Is <laughs> it off the great start, this kid? I mean, in in fairness, he's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just rude. You wait until, yeah, you wait until you leave before you say that. Yeah, I mean that's just rude uh, to say to the owners and the owner's family. But and I would think that Jade would be a big fan of Adam, and maybe they're going to go that way. But he's, they yeah. seem to have very similar personalities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why they don't go on. Yeah. Um, one thing that we were reminded of, at least, is that paint basically saved Jack's life because he was there with him when he had his heart attack and Tim noticed paint and then, uh, you know, found Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has a special place in Jack's heart for many reasons, but that is mm-hmm. one. And, uh, yeah, that when he's telling that that whole story, mm-hmm. you know that oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just adds like an extra layer of heartbreak. Yeah. So then uh, we have Jack walking with paint, 
and they have this like lovely moment where they're like mm-hmm. looking out at this at the sunrise and they're talking it's so cute I mean he's talking mm-hmm. to paint that was that got the tears mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah it's like anybody that's lost an animal or like losing an animal like you always when you you know, take on an animal for the most part you take them on sort of knowing that you're going to outlive them and that you're going to be the one that's going to have to make that decision to let them go and when to let them go yeah. And I remember just having so many moments like that with like, past dogs of like just going on like walks and saying like or just sort of saying to myself of like I hope that the dog lets me know when it's time. Um, and I've been very fortunate that I've have had those moments, yeah. but it's just so difficult. It's so difficult to sort of see that you know it's inevitable. You're just sort of waiting on the moment that you have to sort of say enough's enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so then paint collapses and his lungs fill up with his lungs fill up with fluid mm-hmm. and uh, they say it's time and then jack goes get, giggles and gets his gun mm-hmm. and uh and he can't do it he can't yeah he can't shoot it shoot paint and yeah. i still i'm always just amazed is how do they get the horse to do that you know to like yeah. oh, I like that and you know have the extended bow and everything like that mm-hmm. I'm like how do they do that <laughs> without yeah. actually obviously they're not going to really hurt the horse it's amazing what they do in the show yeah I think like one of the goals of the podcast Rachel is you getting to talk to some one of the animal handlers <laughs> <laughs> that's true I really do I would be so interested mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, then Adam shows up during this tense time. And he says that uh, his dog Digger died a few months before. The bond with a dog is as lasting as the ties of this earth can ever be. And uh, they change it to uh, a horse. The bond Mm -hmm. with a horse is as lasting. Mm -hmm. And I like Jack. I don't want you to go around hugging me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. yeah this was a well done episode what would you give it one to ten um i think i'd probably give it like a 9.5 just based on on the acting in this episode i thought the acting was really good mm-hmm. um and i thought he did a good job with like other characters of like you know amy and lou and, and just sort of stepping back and letting jack be the center of the, the story yeah yeah i agree i agree the same it was it was a really really good one for our characters we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks now is the time to become a patron of hallmarkies podcast by becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. 
please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. All right. The next episode is called Back in the Saddle, and it's mm-hmm. Jack is having a hard time since Paint died. Amy and Georgie take place in Casey's rodeo. Georgie is trying to trying to help Jack to ride Buddy, but he doesn't want another horse. But Jack decides to give Buddy a shot. So what did you overall think of this one? Um, I like this episode. I just wish that this episode and the next one were sort of flipped. I thought that they sort of rushed Jack into like a new horse very quickly. Uh-huh. Um, and I would have liked if, you know, they'd sort of let it sort of rest for an episode. Yeah. Um, it just felt like they were very much pressure on meant to doing something that he wasn't ready for. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And we get another rodeo competition, or the another. cowboy competition. Yeah. <laughs> After nine seasons, they're still finding new things. Yeah. And, yeah. And this one is it's all done on ranch horses, not on competition horses. That's what makes it unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Casey's putting it on, and Lisa is working with her because mm-hmm. Lisa is inviting all of her country club, friends, whatever. Yeah. yeah friends. And so she's like having duck confit tacos and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And for Lisa, she tries so hard. Everyone kind of hates her, but she tries yeah. hard. It's not fair. Yeah, oh, I know, I know. She like does all of the like boring party planning stuff and she gets no like, she gets so much joy out of it. So I would always just let her do it. I, I yeah. wouldn't, like, if she wants to do it, like, go ahead. Yeah, and it's plus, it's not like she was... Like, yeah, maybe it has fancy name, but like really she was making sliders and tacos and you know what I mean? Like really yeah. not that crazy. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> uh so we also have uh we have Tim being a butt as usual, waking Ty mm-hmm. up. We're uh, and Jackson there, of course, being quiet, working on the grout. And uh and uh, Jack says to says, stop treating me like I'm made out of glass, which it's always hard when some, when there is loss, mm-hmm. it's hard to know exactly kind of what to do because some people like talking about it. Some people don't like talking about it. Some people get kind of, you know, go through the different stages. Uh, you know, it's just, everybody's so different. Yeah. 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 That's what was sort of frustrating because it felt like it was very much letting people know like I'm not ready to talk about it I'm not ready to like I mean I understand that he, he lives and works on a ranch he needs a horse um but you can't sort of force him onto a new horse especially when you know it's all about the bond for them for this this family it felt like yeah yeah felt like it was something he would have came to on his own did we know that Peter was the general. Have oh, we heard that before? Yeah, yeah, he's sort of called him that before. I think oh, from maybe when he was yeah first introduced. No, oh, I I I had at least forgotten that. I was like, why is he calling him the general? What? Doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Uh, I didn't quite get it because he's using it as a term of derision, but 
I don't understand why like that seems like a a compliment to be called the general yeah I think he's sort of calling him sort of I'm not sure like uptight or you know controlling or you know it felt like he could just actually say those words without you know saying the general (laughs) yeah well and Tim says that uh I mean the whole thing seems very weird because Tim had a a complete mess of a marriage so why is he the one that's super judgy of Peter but uh you know he says that he's tired of being nice to Peter it's like what he's never been nice (laughs) (laughs) he's never been nice though and and you know and then he says you're in Vancouver and have tunnel vision you're forgetting what matters and I think that is true he's right there about that Mm -hmm. Uh, he says yeah, I don't want I think, you to have regrets yeah I think he's just seen like history repeating itself mm-hmm. um and it, it, yeah and the fact that it's his daughter this time you know he's very much and he's never like Peter he's sort of always giving Peter he's always giving Ty like a hard time um and I think maybe yeah. it's the fear that this would happen um and now he's actually seen it happen of like you know Peter choosing his career over well he's seen it as Peter choosing his career over his family but yeah like we've said before Rachel like it's always been like this with them like he's always you know had a split focus they've never even tried to have them be like settled in one place yeah I mean it does seem very short-sighted to give Mm -hmm. up your family for a job you know, like, why not find another job? Find something yeah. closer. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe they were just fighting too much. He didn't feel like that was worth it. But mm-hmm. uh, it, I mean, I, I agree with Tim about this, that, uh, you know, you're selling your birthright for a mess of pottage, you know, basically. Yeah. Up I mean, yeah, I feel like Lou had that argument before of like, you know, you don't have to work in you don't have to work in Vancouver. Like you can work in a similar job, like closer to home. Um, but yeah, it feels like he very much. Yeah, it, the writing's just a little bit strange. I don't know if it's that yeah. it just can't have the actor as much, but it feels like he's in every other episode. So it's very confusing of like what they're trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's such a shame because the best Peter was by far when he was the stay-at-home dad. Mm-hmm. And I wish they uh, would have just kept it that way. Yeah, yeah. Because, <clears> you know, <throat> we've got the next episode of, like, Lou essentially being a single mom. And it's like, she's been a single mom for the majority of the, or, you know, she's been, since she's had uh, Peter, yeah. so. She says that, yeah, he was gone a lot, but at least they were a unit I guess mm-hmm. that's fair, but still, yeah. um, I mean, it, and at least she has tons of support there. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a normal single mom situation. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so Georgie decides that Buddy is the perfect horse for Jack. Mm-hmm. And uh, she decides to enter him in the cowboy competition to try to get him ready so that it'll be more appealing to, to Jack and uh so uh, that's we got a lot of buddy time in these episodes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought it was a good way of like they have these two horses 
Buddy and Bear, I think, the one, the one in the next episode. And so it's it's a good way of, like, putting these two horses that have been, like, in multiple episodes, you know, actually having them. You know, usually horses just sort of disappear and, you know, we just assume that they're, you know, doing well. But to actually see through. Yeah. We have gotten a whole stories. character arc for Buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really have. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Amy says, just make Buddy the best horse he can be, which was very sweet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think yeah. the, the thing that did sort of save it in terms of, like, them, you know, pushing Jack is that they sort of brought it back and saying, like, Georgie's really just doing what Jack has taught her. Um, I thought that was a good way of, like, making it a bit more palatable. So we also have Ty, they have a coyote pup at the um, at the uh, clinic Mm -hmm. and bob granger who is the um reserve guy who was killing the bears for Mm -hmm. poachers uh now he served his time for it he's trying to make things right trying to repair the um the the reserve Mm -hmm. so he comes in and he uh he says you know sorry for what i did I can help with this pup and Ty, you know, says no way I wouldn't give anything to you. And uh, but then he goes around and he can't find anybody to take the pup. And uh, so then he ends up finally bringing it to Bob. And, you know, he says, I don't know what I can do for you to forgive me. I served my time and uh, I'm trying to, you know, make my life better. Um, which is, it is a good point that we, we as a society so often don't let people rehabilitate. Mm -hmm. We don't give them any options. We don't give them employment. We don't give them. And so then of course they, they go back to their ways because they don't have any other choice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a really smart decision to bring him back. Mm Um, let's see he was sort of this morally gray character of like he didn't you know he sort of turned his back and didn't look look the other way so he was still you know had to still guilty and still had to serve prison time because he sort of let the poaching happen um but he's not like an evil character either so I thought it was a really interesting decision to sort of bring him back and you know, especially with the reserve, you know, I imagine that's very much word of mouth and trust. And, you know, if that's gone, like, how do you build that back up? Yeah, it's hard. Very difficult. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. And uh, uh, at the end, Ty says, you know, let's put it behind us. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. And I guess you got to hand it to Scott because he evidently is still working with Bob. So yeah. Scott yeah. Is, is pretty accepting of people. Yeah, I feel like Scott's, you know, seen a lot. And I feel like this is, you know, the beginning of Ty sort of, you know, he's still very green in terms of being a vet. Yeah. And he's still learning. Um, and he has to sort of learn that not everybody's perfect and not everybody's got the same resources as, you know, everyone else. So Yeah. Yeah. And so then we also have I liked Amy in this episode. I thought she was pretty good. She says mm-hmm. to uh Casey says give her give Lisa a chance she will make it special yeah I've appreciated that and like I said her saying just make buddy the best horse he can be Mm -hmm. 
So, and you see him, uh, Amy and Georgie working together, and then they end up in the competition together. Mm-hmm. That was cute. Yeah, yeah, I do like that Amy still won. Um, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a bit too, <laughs> a bit too unbelievable if, if Georgie won. But yeah, I do like that they have this sort of friendly competition between them. Uh, and Lou says to Tim, says, you two need to get along for two reasons, Georgie and Katie, which is very true. Uh, yeah. That people need to be able to co-parent if they, uh, it's just such a nightmare if they can't figure out a way for the kids at least to get along. Yeah, yeah, and especially, I mean, I understand if Tim's got a problem, but he's so, like, outward with it. There would be no hiding that. Yeah, I remember a roommate of mine said that her her parents had such a terrible divorce that they would, she or their mom would drop them off on, uh, like, the street corner of their neighborhood and then, the, then, then drive up. And then the dad would drive up and put them in. They couldn't even like, I mean, oh that's gosh. just crazy. That's bad. Yeah. yeah so bad. Uh, and that's just not healthy for, for kids. Mm-hmm. Even this particular friend, this particular roommate. Of mine, um, so the, both of her parents had remarried and everything was still just super contentious. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think her, fiance had also had both parents divorced get remarried so there were like eight parental figures trying to plan this wedding it was a nightmare (laughs) and so um, (laughs) and uh so they eloped they eloped which is not that common in in my religion to elope Mm -hmm. and uh they were just like we're getting married (laughs) we're interested (laughs) you can come because it was just it was too stressful trying to plan something Mm -hmm. and I remember that one of her parents wanted to have chicken noodle soup at the wedding which why would you want to have soup like that like what that's so messy messy. (laughs) it's terrible Um, but yes they're like we're not doing this no blame them Uh, But then we also have a conversation between uh, Lou and Tim. And Lou says, Grandpa shouldn't have kept you away from us, which I thought was an interesting because mm-hmm. obviously Jack hated Tim. Yeah. And, uh, and so he didn't want him to be around his girls, the girls, which with... I can understand that considering Tim was a, was a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Of yeah. course you wouldn't want him around your, you know, professional young girls. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack was like the primary carer. So like well, one of them. Uh-huh. So, yeah. He's got like a say. Yeah. And so Georgie keeps trying with buddy and, uh, and Jack says, I'm going to ride again, but it has to be on my own terms. And so, um, and then Georgie says, the only reason I tried to push Buddy on you is I want you to be happy. 
And uh, yeah. it says a man and a horse either like each other or they don't. Poor buddy. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, Jack doesn't he like it. hog life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and it turns out the food is a big hit. The big hit. So it's good thing <laughs> they listen to Amy. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds good. I'm a big slider fan myself. Yeah, they're not really like a thing here. Um, but I have certainly had them when I've been in the States. And like, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. It feels like uh-huh. something you should have. Yeah, I was gonna say one more thing we have. That you guys <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> yeah, I I like little bites, like appetizers. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I say if you can put it a toothpick in it, it's probably the best food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you ever seen the movie mermaids with yeah Cher? yeah i yeah, love i mean i like that movie and i i'm with her on that that uh eating all appetizers all the time <laughs> <laughs> would probably be the best way to live <laughs> so but anyway it seemed to be a big hit here and yeah yeah lisa's like lisa should start like i know she's got like her own business but yeah, she's like the prime person to like have a party planning business. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's she, true. Does <laughs> she does it for everybody. Everybody yeah, that sorry. has a wedding, or she's like the one yeah. to call. I'm surprised they don't make that as part of the Dude Ranch, you know? Mm-hmm. Dude Ranch wedding. Weddings. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they've already had enough of their own. <laughs> yeah, it would do well, I think. I think it would. And uh, we see. Uh, we see Jack with Buddy at the end. So there's kind of hope at the end. And uh, and we see them, uh, we see, like I said, with Ty and Bob Granger making, making amends. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, this was a pretty, I think a pretty solid episode. I'd give it like an yeah. eight. What would you give it? Yeah, yeah, I agreed, yeah, yeah. All right, last episode is called Over and out and it's ty and amy get stuck up in the mountains on a rescue mission with a wounded animal i tell you right now like poor ty he has the he should should never go in the wilderness ever like ever be allowed (laughs) he's like the most accident prone character yeah (laughs) i mean he just randomly sailed on a cliff yeah yeah. Which I think yeah. is his second Cliffy's falling down in this like I feel like we had this a few seasons ago. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he's he has been lost in that wilderness, <laughs> injured more than any human being. Yeah. I feel like they have to put him they have to make him take a course like a surviving in the wild course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to do something. But luckily Lou gives them a lunch yeah uh, uh, on their trip because they would have been hard up with no food yeah maybe she's like yeah ty's probably <laughs> gonna be <laughs> something's gonna happen to ty but it doesn't oh. food have a first aid kit with you at all times yeah. <laughs> ty. um but um uh, yeah this is it is really intense this whole thing with uh they're so they're going out to help this eagle the bald eagle that uh that uh, bob found and one thing that's kind of interesting i don't know if you followed this at all but 
but bald eagles were extinct. They, they were like, I think less than a thousand in the whole uh, world at one point in the eighties. And then since then, since this, since it became illegal to hunt them, they've actually, now there's like 300,000 in the lower 48 uh, states or something I was reading and that they're basically considered in Alaska to be a giant pest. <laughs> this is interesting. I thought that, uh, um, he said, well, it says in 1963, there were just 417 known mating pairs of bald eagles within the United States, but then they made them, uh, illegal to, uh, to, hunt i guess and uh by a 2021 survey estimates that the number has grown to over 300,000 individual bald eagles and oh yeah <laughs> that um <laughs> yeah it's a lot um it says here similar situations could start to become more common let's see sentimentality is a beautiful thing but in life it is a destroyer of food it should be and is killed wherever found. Uh, so they said in Alaska, similar situations could start to become more common in the lower 48 where bald eagles have grown so much in population that they pose a significant threat to farms and pastures where chickens, ducks, and other animals roam. Farmers don't know what to do about it though, as shooting a bald eagle is a hundred thousand dollar fine along with a year of jail time. So oh my gosh. Yeah, sounds like a right problem, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is once uh, that you can get a eagle depredation permit from U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service if the birds become injurious to wildlife, agriculture, or other personal property. Once granted, non-lethal deterrents like air horns, scarecrows, and pyrotechnics can be used to scare them off, though farmers have little recourse if these <laughs> tactics fail. In the end, we're just going to have to get used to having so many of these majestic creatures around, reminding us not only of our freedom and national pride, but also of what good stewards we can be for nature when we set our hearts and minds to it. I don't know how reassuring it is when, <laughs> when they're, they're ruining people's lives. I mean, isn't that amazing that you can't have an air horn without a permit? <laughs> I thought that was That's incredible. crazy. Yeah, you that's can't, crazy. You can't use an air horn scarecrow. You can have a scarecrow without a permit. That's crazy. Uh, I guess I get the pyrotechnics, but uh, but uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, people have all, a, and I'd heard that before that that they were mm -hmm. kind of considered pests at this point in like Wyoming and Alaska and stuff like that, but. Uh, in this case, this one's not a pest, but it's just, it's wing is broken or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, right? it seems like it needs, yeah, surgery on its wing. Uh -huh. And I guess I'm the, these veterinarians, Scott and Ty, I guess they know how to even do birds, like stuff on birds. Ty knows how to do everything, do you know? Yeah, right, <laughs> <does>. <laughs> yeah. I like an expert pet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean I guess overall what did you think of this episode yeah I like this episode despite the fact that it is getting really comical with Ty just anytime he leaves Hudson he's like you, you never know what's going to befall him um, I thought Lou was a little OTT in this episode this is like my least favourite Lou yeah. uh, 
and it feels like this is just so repetitive like despite like her relationship with Lisa it's like they, they continuously and I loved it um that Lisa left because it was like she was the audience of like yeah I'm not going through this again <laughs> it just feels yeah. like they have the same argument and then the same conclusion mm-hmm. um and I understand that you know lose adjusting but Again, she has so much help around her and so many resources around her. Um, it just felt like this was more to sort of, yeah, yeah. highlight the you know. That, she's that is kind of classic Lou to just keep having the same arguments with people over and over and over and over again, <laughs> whether it's Peter or Lisa yeah, for or sure. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so frustrating. I feel like it, there's so much more she can do. Mm-hmm. Because basically, Katie is taking ballet, and a bunch of the other moms are making the outfits for the uh, for their kids. And I mean, she has. I think Lisa's absolutely right. You know, she has two. She's running two businesses, plus mm-hmm. you know, being a mom with two kids, which is, is on its own, is a, is a full time job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tell you right now, that was a big mistake to get her that tambourine. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was such a, like, you know, godmother thing to do, though, of, like, you know, something that gives a kid a drum kit for them and then just, like, walks yeah. away. <laughs> my, 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 my brother, when his little girl was very little, like, you know, one years old or whatever, he got a this they got her this this um popping it was like a little turtle but it had when you ran in on the ground it went pop 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 <laughs> he hated that toy so much <laughs> it was so loud and i mean in general i think you want to avoid giving anything loud to your children yeah especially <laughs> giant yeah. tambourine <laughs> Yeah, my parents are so good of like anytime I wanted something they would give me it. Uh-huh. But yeah, like times of you know decided I wanted to be like a violinist or I wanted a guitar. No, they would definitely they would absolutely just do it. But yeah, I I can just imagine, <laughs> you know, the other side of that. Yeah, there's like, nothing worse than a child learning to play the violin. Yeah, oh my gosh! Oh my never. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> just pure noise. It's so bad my sister took the violin and yeah it's a it's it's rough it's mm-hmm. rough for a long time yeah yeah i'm i guess they sort of knew that i was very fickle you know it would be like <laughs> a foodie thing and i'd be onto something else <laughs> yeah uh, well it's so hard i mean i feel like the piano you can like play more stuff more easy mm-hmm Plus, I think the piano is the best instrument to learn how to play because it's just so useful, you know, like you can do classical music, you can do, I mean, any style of music you can, if you know how to play the piano and, and just when you learn to play the piano, you learn basic sight rating, basic notes that, and once you have that inside you, it never really leaves you. Like you always remember. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who said it, but I feel like it's been said at some point in the like all kids when they learn to read they should also learn to read music because yeah. it's just so like easy for them not easy but it's, it's, it's as easy as learning to read and it's just sort of there for life 
it really should be a thing that kids learn. Um, I would love to learn how to, like, I'm so, like, <laughs> it would be a thing I would do for, like, a day and then lose interest, but I feel like I've learned it as a kid. Um, yeah, I, I never, I mean, I took one year of piano and then we moved and I never mm-hmm. picked it up again after that, but it was long enough to at least help me to learn music. And then I was in choirs and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then started taking voice lessons as an adult. And I really, I did that for years. I, for like 10 years, I took voice lessons every week just for fun. And I really yeah. enjoyed that. I miss it. Um, it was just, it was, it was a pretty big drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally stopped, but, uh, but I, I miss it. It was really fun. Um, uh, it's, it's just good for the soul to have some kind of creative outlet. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Georgie gets a B minus in math. And when Lou found her, that report card, didn't you think it was going to be something worse? Like I thought, Oh, is yeah. that the separation agreement or something? But I feel like we already, she already ripped that up. So that wasn't it, yeah. but I was like, Oh, what's, what's, yeah. what's it going to be? I but, thought it was going to be like a, a letter from a teacher or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That like she's been skipping school or, you know, something like that, something more serious. But it was a B minus in math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can understand of her being so psyched up of like, if I don't do well, then you know, I'm going to summer school, and and yeah, so much is going to be taken away from me. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's just been built up so much that it absolutely makes sense that she would hide that and not want to look at it. <laughs> yeah. So then we have Jade and Adam and Georgie at the reserve for cleanup day. Yeah. What do you think about this whole plot line? I'm not loving this, Rachel. Um, <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, this is just teen drama I'm not here for, um, which is a shame because I like yeah. all of the teenagers on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not fun the way that, you know, Mallory and Jake and, and that was all kind of fun. Um, yeah, and the redhead Adam's, guy. Yeah, I don't think Adam's a very interesting character at this point. Um I know he sticks around for a while, so we'll see. But yeah, it's just not a fun dynamic to watch because it's just all very sort of mean and it feels like they don't really like each other. And I feel like we need to see more of like Georgie and Jade's friendship before we sort of bring in someone else. I can see that. And so then Adam, they're trying to make you kind of on Adam's side because mm-hmm. uh, he, the, he overhears them on the walkie-talkies talking about how annoying he is and how terrible he is and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then also he tries to stop Georgie from taking the ATV. Uh, so, and he is making good choices in this episode. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, and he is a sophomore and he's already kind of worried about college and uh that's the only reason he's at the reserve is to help with his college credits. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do think that that probably would not help much that, you know, no. that I spent one Saturday and <laughs> a sophomore at the reserve. Yeah. Cleaning up a reserve. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about this storyline. Like he's not the worst. He's not, it's just, I don't really think it's a fun dynamic to watch. Um, especially because they all sort of don't seem to like each other all that much. Yeah, and I'm um, not really um, feeling the chemistry either between no. him and Jade or him and Georgie. No, no. And again, it's just Georgie. 
doing whatever she likes and sort of not suffering any sort of consequences again. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like we've, we're getting that a lot as well. Yeah, because... You know, they tell her not to do something and she just does it anyway. Yeah, because that ATV, that's... I mean, I guess they it must be recoverable. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, thousands of dollars. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't even going to wear a helmet. She yeah. was just going to go. True. And you think you would check to see if it had gas in it. I mean... Yeah. What? Yeah, it feels like that's the first thing you would do, yeah. And also, you think you wouldn't drive it like a maniac. <laughs> also true. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I, I know that. Oh, no. Yeah. I've been on one, like, many. So my brother was really into motorbikes when I was growing uh-huh. up. Um, and he went away for a summer and, well, not a summer, like a couple of weeks. And he had, like, a mini motorbike. And we had, like, a big open field in front of our house. Um, and my dad was like, yeah, you can go on it. You can, like, use it while it's gone. I, I think I, I I got, like, not even halfway across the field and I fell off it. And I was like, yeah, that not for me. Yeah. Not yeah. Me. My brother and my dad, they all love my dad loves dirt biking in particular, but also ATV. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I don't feel mm-hmm. secure. I don't feel balanced. I don't like it. It's it's yeah. not for me. Um but uh but yeah, I mean, we're starting to see I'm I bet this is gonna be a bit of a I guess maybe Canada's love triangle. Uh mm-hmm. maybe it's a square if you conclude Steven. Because Jade says, oh, he is kind of cute. But Adam. Yeah, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> no, love triangles are sort of hit and miss for me. Um, and teenage love, love triangles are rarely, rarely fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, he does say, when I'm nervous, I start spewing random facts. It's part of my charm. <laughs> okay. So I guess there you go. Um. So we also have, like we said, with we have Lou and Lisa, uh, and she is using Lisa and Jack to take care of as like their her childcare, mm-hmm. and you know that's a it's a problem. Yeah. And Lisa says something's got to give, and Lisa goes and gets Katie a dress, and Katie loves the dress, and. Mm-hmm. Lou is kind of rude and that upsets Katie and uh and then Katie says that she's sorry she hurt mommy's feelings which is very sad because she's not responsible for Lou Mm -hmm. yeah and you know Lou has this sort of crazy schedule of like it seems to be causing more problems than actually solving anything um you know and Katie is spending a lot of time with Lisa so they are and already have sort of a bond so yeah Lou is you know you know she's sort of difficult in this episode but I do like that we sort of came to a a bit of a conclusion Uh, and I like so Lisa says I love to bake but if I'm busy I go to a bakery that's exactly right yeah for sure you know make life easy on yourself when life's difficult yeah I mean and I know that as far as quality of the item like it's going to be way better if i buy it it for the most part yeah certainly sewing are you kidding me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and uh so i think that lou is just kind of a a control freak Mm -hmm. yeah she has a hard time letting things go um and i don't know it's just it's just kind of frustrating Mm -hmm. 
and they have to be careful because her character can come across as unlikable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a shame because like Lou's such a great character of like she's this badass that like, you know, she's a single mom, she's running all of these businesses, she's very smart. She, you know, doesn't just run her own businesses, she like runs the family. Um, yeah. we don't even know how much of like Amy's business is Amy's anymore. Like, is Lou still running that? We we don't really know, but you know, she has sort of a great character to have on TV, but when they make her when they do things like this in this episode, it sort of, you know, gives a lot of ammunition to the, the fact that she's annoying and shrill and, and sort of frustrating character. Yeah. It's not really fair. Right. So then uh, we have Ty and Amy. They are going to save the bald eagle. And, and there was some beautiful cinematography in this episode, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And the like, handling of the eagle was, you know, very well done as well as like... Yeah. You know, Amber was really holding that eagle for a long time. <laughs> I tell you, not me. I, I, that is not for me. I, I'm not like the biggest animal person in general, but like mm-hmm. especially birds because they're just mm-hmm. like, they kind of make me, they scare me because they're just so erratic, you know, like a bird. Yeah. And <laughs> one time yeah. on my mission, uh, some, some of these kids thought it would be a funny joke because uh, they knew I was uncomfortable around animals and they literally threw their bird in my face and oh my I <laughs> and they were like oh shoot we shouldn't have done that that wasn't funny and uh yeah so that the it that's the trigger right there is the first <laughs> yeah yeah, I would Don't definitely throw would, yeah. birds in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Um, I definitely would have had a go of like holding them like a, and I've heard an owl before, which is you know they're very docile. Um, I'm not sure about an eagle, but yeah, I would have loved to have just been around one. Yeah. Um, we, had, we did have a bird for a while. Um, we had a parrot, a small parrot for a while, but they're so difficult to look after that they demand a lot of attention, and you know we just couldn't give it to them, and so we we homed it to someone that could give them all of the attention that they need yeah they're such difficult animals to look after yeah and ty and amy have bear and harley and mm-hmm. then another horse i can't remember with them and they're going home they have uh the the eagle in on top of harley i think mm-hmm. anyway and harley gets spooked and basically kind of nays uh and bumps uh bumps tie off and he falls down this cliff and that was all it all happened so fast yeah yeah i was like what <laughs> one minute he's there and the next minute he's down a cliff that's just so tight yeah and i wrote ty needs to not go into the mountains anymore <laughs> um so Amy comes up with this whole scheme to rescue Ty by tying the rope around Bear. Mm-hmm. And then she she repelled down. We didn't know that Amy was a skilled repeller mountaineer. Yeah, of course she is, yeah. It's like <laughs> had like all like <laughs> ropes that she's put together herself and yeah. Yeah. So she then she go, she she puts the rope around Ty and then she goes up and uh, and then, uh, and Bear helps, uh, and 
they were able to bring Ty up. That was all pretty dramatic. The rescue. Yeah. Well yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then they, he has a concussion, probably some bruised ribs, things like that. And uh, so they are there for the night. Um, and of course, there's, they have no cell service. But Amy's asking Ty questions because that's what you want to do if somebody has a concussion. You don't want them to, f- to fall asleep uh, for a while. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then they finally get home and, uh, and Amy says to Lou, you always take care of everyone even when you don't know it. Yeah. And Amy gets the idea for Bear to be a police horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if he was a police horse, they would they would sell it, right? To the police. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting. You know, we got a, a dog in the summer, a new dog, and we were sort of worried because, you know, around this area, especially towards the end of the year, it's kind of crazy with fireworks. And we were like, oh, we've got this puppy. And that was literally <laughs> the thing that my dad said was like, he would make such a good police dog. He's not spooked by anything. He was literally just sitting up in the garden, listening to all the bangs and the noises. And yeah. It's very rare that you get an animal that's just so like calm around those things. Um, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Jack says, "You are something else. You just never stop." Yeah, that is true about Amy. And then uh, Lou goes with Katie and Georgie for a picnic, and she gets in no trouble about the ATV. You're ab- absolutely right. She yeah. gets in no trouble. <laughs> no. And they have a cute little picnic, and she says, I'm officially a single parent. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa and Jack are like, are we finally alone? <laughs> <laughs> have a day off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is true that so many grandparents are raising their grand, grand uh, grandkids these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so common. Yeah, yeah. Child care is so expensive. Like. hmm a lot of parents really have no choice other than to, you know, look to their families. Mm-hmm. And who who would you more like to raise your, you know, raise your children than your, you know, your than family for the most part? Unless you have, a, yeah. I guess, a terrible family, then you wouldn't. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's who you'd want and give them something to do. And obviously it's going to be way cheaper than mm-hmm. paying somebody. So it makes sense. But, uh, yeah, there you go. That was the episode. I thought it was actually a pretty good episode mm-hmm. as far as especially the Ty and Amy stuff. That was, yeah. even though we've seen it a lot before, it still was, it was pretty well done, I thought. Yeah. Um, so I think I'd give this one an eight as well. Mm, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, eight. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Let us know what you think of these three episodes. We would love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And Michelle, how can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find us at, you, you can, you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We sure appreciate that. 
And if you are watching and listening on YouTube, please like the video, please subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the merch store, which has Heartland inspired merch on there. So please take a look at that. And we have the patron group, which we could so use your support and it's a lot of fun too. So please take a look at that. And thanks so much, Michelle. It's always so much fun. We'll be back next week with more Heartland and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.